world as a guy starting to realize that eternal fate has turned his back on him. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. The fear has gone. I'm sitting here waiting. The gun's still warm. Maybe my connection is tired of taking chances. Yeah, there's a stone on the loose. Sirens in my head. I'm a circuit so dead Can't be cold My whole life spins into a frenzy You know, if you put your mind to it You can accomplish anything I said it before and I'll say it again Life moves pretty fast You don't stop and look around once in a while You could miss it you know, the thing is, we're here now, so just be here now. That's all I gotta say. Welcome to Unhinged, episode 47, recorded October 15th, 2017. Good evening to you, Squire. Good day to you, sir. But it was good day until you kept me online for eight hours. Okay, so just a, a little disclaimer here. Um, we got up today, we started... Uh, uh, we got together at 11.30 my time, mountain time. Uh, so, what, 1.30 your time? That's correct. And uh, we, we with every intention of recording the show, eight hours later, we just started recording the show because we actually <laughs> got a little bit sidetracked uh, recording that little piece of music you heard in the beginning. That's right. And if I might say, that was one of our mutually favorite 80s tunes mm-hmm. by the dutch band golden earring that was we were stepping into the twilight zone or as rod Serling would say the twilight zone <laughs> i didn't know they were dutch yes they are uh, in fact dutch <laughs> as it were so so that means when they're on stage they have to be careful not to walk too loud because the wooden shoes would make too much noise that's what made them so percussive because they actually oh. river danced as well <laughs> Yes, we are just filled with <laughs> filled with uh, real information. This is not fake news. Yeah, it's kind of a thing we're doing at the beginning of uh, beginning of the show. Just kind of little snippets of uh, projects, and then I've been working on to just help me uh, focus, get some things done, working on the voiceovers and mm-hmm. and today's marathon of um, <laughs> creativity and total procrastination and veering in all directions i turned add or add on to add uh, <laughs> well the well thing today. the funny thing is yeah it, it's eight eight hours later but i had no idea that it was eight hours later it didn't well, seem like it was of me i mean I'm, I'm electric i mean i'm you know I've, you know you don't realize how stimulating i am until you really oh get yeah into me. oh yeah it's not fake like, news. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, it's not, I'm not I'm no Michael Richards or anything. <laughs> yeah, I heard that you saw an interview with him and he was quite the boring man. Nothing like Kramer. Well, we, we both love Kramer. I mean, yeah. he's the guy. And he's interviewed. It's like interviewing a cardboard box. I mean, it's just <laughs> it was like Stern trying to drag out like just say more than just mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was nothing there. Just well, I mean, he's a good actor, and he does his lines well, I guess, and that's about it, maybe. Uh, giddy up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, and that's exactly what happened all day. We just went from that, and then all of a sudden, we'd be playing Girl from Ipanema and Twilight Zone. La Bamba. And doing a voiceover. <laughs> what? We played La Bamba as well for a little while. Yeah, and we actually began... Oh, that was the one we were going to do, right? No. No. It's not at all. No, no. Uh, uh, coming into Los Angeles. Bring That's in right. a couple of we were originally We went from Arlo Guthrie <laughs> to Antonio Carlos Jobim to Sue Santana. And then we somehow got back to Golden Earring. So right. we went to Spain. We went to, to the Netherlands. We were yeah. all over the globe today. We are an international show. So. We are actually... We do actually, uh, um, we're received in over 45 countries, this show, believe it or not. 
Yeah, that's that's right. amazing. Yeah, it is amazing, and and just given the topic, uh, you know, the content that we mm-hmm. uh, have for to be in show, <laughs> uh, you know, just seriously, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. There are people out there who write in and just saying that, like, but from India to America to Canada to England to you know and I think all Japan like also that. yeah it makes me feel I'm not alone and then it makes me feel I'm not alone and then <laughs> it makes me feel not alone you know and like it's it's the it same disease like I'm not alone either uh see <laughs> so it's amazing to see that uh it's the same thing everywhere yeah and big shout out to all our international listeners thanks hola Yes, yeah, I'm, that's. Yeah, I, I don't know any other language to say hi in. So. <laughs> Is there a technology that they used to uh, to uh, translate the audio? Is that uh, what they do, or are they just fluent in English? Who are that's why we only have like two Japanese listeners. Oh, oh no, they probably understand English. Otherwise, they yeah. wouldn't listen. I doubt they're getting I, the translations on the fly. Well, well I want to ask cool. because it would be arrogant to say, well, of course they speak English. Just like well, Star Trek and every every space <laughs> creature looked exactly like a human except with a weird thing on their forehead. Some or, ridges you know. here and there. Yeah, it's the arrogance of the... <laughs> well, they did explain in Star Trek, They, to be fair, uh, all the aliens did not actually speak English, but they had a universal translator on the ship. And with every person that you know they would hear english from someone else being you know speaking a different alien language well they were then much more advanced than us so i mean it's probably at least had google translate <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably that was probably primitive for them is this going anywhere at this point well uh, you know i think uh i think the general gist of this is uh Th- that you're you're still feeling good and to the yeah. point where we were able to actually do some recording some music recording and um you know it, it started off with a conversation that we had where you were kind of complaining a bit about certain things you weren't you know you you woke up fine but not 100 no, percent i'm not the type to uh complain oh really. no no, you don't complain, and I'm really thin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, this is, you know, you think it is complaining, but this is, so you can elaborate. Well, I, I mean, no, I, you have a very good point with what you say. You know, there, there are times when you, you look at what people have around you and some of the problems that, quote-unquote, problems that people have. Uh, like, oh, I'm going to miss my spa appointment because, you know, I got to get gas and it's, there's a huge line or something like that. And you think to yourself, well, I don't even have a car and I probably won't be riding in a car for years or if ever and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a comparison thing that you do. Yeah, all that makes sense so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my point. It's just not dwelling on the anger, but it's it's being in this horrible situation where i can't get out of it because i'm you know a trial patient hoping something that's going to save my life so it's not a matter of a part of a person's life it's the entirety it's whether it happens or it doesn't right so that's why it's like i'm always just trying to yeah and it helps to put things into perspective because i see my video now all the things that i want that i'm looking at you having Mm -hmm. glad you having it but there's a dichotomy or there's a yin and a yang mm-hmm. no that's no you're i don't know there's it's a bittersweet thing yeah there's it's a, like oh i'm happy for you but shit why can't that be me why can't i get those things uh, you know it goes back to the same goddamn thing it's just that life is unfair and, and I, you know yeah uh, but it's it's um you know again just i go through the same cycles each month mm-hmm. you know and um what we were talking about really was, you know, I can't continue to buy the supplements that I was talking about. I was been on right. this regimen. I think that I'm speculating that, you know, because these supplements deal with um, 
being anti-inflammatories, being brain food and being, mm-hmm. you know, uh, types of things that, uh, you know, will replenish the vitamins that have been depleted, the minerals, etc. Um, but again, being on this disability, this Canadian horrid disability system where you live in poverty, you know, it's just not possible. And right. I'm really afraid of relapsing. So I can't do what I really need or want to think I want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to stave off this impending doom. Yeah. Well, and I totally understand the fear of relapsing again, especially after feeling so good, you know, you're, you're afraid that, well, if I, if I don't get enough sleep, is that going to trigger it? Or if I do this, is it going to trigger it? Um, so you, you feel more, I guess, uh, cautious maybe. Um, but my point, my point yeah, I don't is, do it consistently like all the way through the, you know, like every little thing. Oh, is this going to trigger that? It's just kind of like when something does trigger it, I mm-hmm. can, I can, I have the wherewithal now to catch it and go, man, it was just a dream or it was just a this or, you right. know, don't let it, it's not all over and, you know, don't catastrophize, chill. Mm-hmm. I know and be mindful of the time. It's not easy, but it's, it's again, giving me the ability to do it. Right. Uh, if I start losing the ability to do it, then I know what's happening. Usually well, it's, happens quickly. And it's it takes work. It's not easy to to try In to vain. think positively, to try not to compare yourself to others and try, you know, uh it, it's it's something you have to work hard to do. Uh kind well, of battling your brain, you know. Yeah, it's the worst position for a psychiatrist to be in. And let's say you playing the psychiatrist, at least you can relate in a sense where you're trying to say, put things into perspective and all that. Or, but I just say, it's a damn sh- just shit situation. Mm-hmm. And it's just something you go, well, yeah, you, you know, it's something you have to agree with, but at the same time want to try and, you know, yeah, change those little patterns in me, which I have to do for myself, but I have to do it alone most right. of the time. So I do get a lot out of being with you because it teaches perspective. But same time, I can't make those necessary changes right now. I'm pretty powerless to be at any level anywhere near where you are. So I can't. You know, well, it's but not that's fair not for myself to compare it. Well, yeah, and that's not the goal you're supposed to be going for right now. You know, the goal isn't to suddenly be completely cured and have all the money you need and have all the stuff you want. Um, the goal yeah, the is, goal here is to go from spam to beefaroni, right? To, I mean, literally. Well, and, and like I was telling you in our discussion earlier about this, um, you know, you, you have to learn and train yourself to focus away from that kind of thinking. So when you're sitting around thinking to yourself, all I do all day is sit around and watch TV or watch movies and I have nothing to do. There's no one around, whatever, rather than just sit there and dwell, focus on something positive to change that situation. Like what we were talking about, the voiceover acting, we still need to finish making those demos. And, um, and so when you're, when you're feeling like you're starting to compare yourself too much to people, or you're starting to feel a little bit down because of the situation or financially or whatever, Try to focus on, hey, let's take this time right now to just do a, a quick voiceover uh, for a demo. Let me just, uh, or or pick up your guitar and just strum a few songs or sing something, you know, just get your mind off it. Just change your routine. Yeah, you know? we all know how to do it. And so this is what you just said was really applies to everybody, whether you're in right. the throes, whether you just have, you know, generalized depression, generalized anxiety, it's to focus your attention elsewhere and be productive. It's a lot of work to get over that hump. Yeah. But once you do it, you're able to pat yourself on the back and feel a little less like a piece of shit that you think you might feel like. Yep. That was way too many letters there. <laughs> but, you know, um, so, yeah, it makes sense. It's just that uh, I'm in this rat hole of a situation, you know, mm-hmm. that's just I don't have that many options 
to choose from when I'm saying, okay, I'm not going to sit here. What do you do? You know, I can go walk in the park. Uh, and again, the reason why I'm not, and I have done actually, I would say, um, given this, uh, this current state of betterness, mm-hmm. however you want to say it, rather, rather than using remission. Yeah. We shouldn't use remission anymore. I don't think. Yeah. And it's so, I have done three complete, you know, which we just have to produce. Mm-hmm. So I have done that and made an effort, opened the program and didn't just open it. I, you know, I did it. Yeah. So I've made progress. Um, on the other side of the thing, I made progress by reuniting with the two of my family members so far. Yeah. Um, now this, this is a big deal. Um, you, this is, I think we talked about from the dream. Exactly. Yeah, this is what, what we talked about before. On the last show, I yeah. think it was, uh, you had posted uh, on Facebook, um, and then you got a lot of response about that uh, because it sounded like you were, you know, pretty close to the end. Uh, but then it turned out that you had a dream. It was about your sister, and it yeah, just kind of rocked you. That. Yeah. So, and she commented on it. And when I saw that, I knew, you know, I had to respond because I was mm-hmm. just dying to get back into, yeah. Um, our relationship that can at at the right uh the right levels uh be awesome she's just an awesome sister and a person and and when it's great it's great we have a really great bond yeah so i decided to uh reach out and touch someone yeah i was thinking that and it was her yeah Uh, but we you know i i was going to tread lightly as the doctors of told me to do and again that's why i'm sort of been less productive mm-hmm. uh, i could be volunteering full time but it's it's i did that before and i ended up in shitsville yeah so i'm taking it very slowly on purpose which is hard in itself again because you don't have those you know other people praising you or getting feedback or getting results and right but so i have to balance it i have to do something productive but same time not overload myself yeah but anyways the call was i said to myself and and then to even her just want to make it short and that you know love you and and you know let's reset and Mm -hmm. we know what this is now and you know so they're they get it totally and her and my brother uh but our call ended up being from what i thought we'll keep five ten minutes just let's just get the ball rolling Mm -hmm. and we were on skype for three hours wow you know and just laughing and reminiscing and and she was nothing but supportive and, and awesome so and my brother just the same so that is awesome that is so great yeah, because so, i know it's always been a source of anxiety for you family and because the longer you go you know and you you dig yourself a hole because then all of a sudden kids are growing it's affecting them now which they've explained really well apparently according to them talk to the kids and they understand and they're they're dealing with it with their kids i guess in a really great way mm-hmm. um, even one of the kids was in the car the other day and they put on speaker and i got to talk to her for a few minutes and wow it's difficult because i haven't given her anything for years you know yeah. but again i can't build rome in a day yeah whatever. well and and i think the thing yeah. is there was a, a there was definitely a communication gap um, that was hard for either side to to bridge, and I think it it I think this dream was was almost a, a or I should say nightmare was almost a, a blessing because it kind of well, shook you yeah, to yeah. that point where you, you well know, it just made me realize that it's easy to just say ah oh, screw everybody you know the world sucks because they screwed me and whatever right. But but it's affecting me subconsciously, obviously, which comes out often in your dreams yeah. much more than I thought. Because I woke up in, I mean, like, you know. Hysterics. Just Yeah, just completely out of sorts. Hysterical crying. I mean, it was painful. Yeah. And um, so, needless to say, it's, it's ended up well. And I, I will add that through all of this, you've ended up in the middle of things where oftentimes, and and rightly so, it's, it just seemed to them like, you know, you were like on my side and not on theirs and all that. But I expressed yeah. to them very important 
to me that I expressed to them that you have always encouraged me making the step and it's got to be fixed with them. And so you, that you commented how great it was that I talked with my sister and then you checked with me the very next day after calling my brother, even before I can get to you because of the yeah. time change. But you said, you know, how did it go? And, you know, so they know that, that you know, well, you I, mean I, I'm glad you, you told him that I, I've always been, I mean, I am team Doug all the way. Um, but I always felt that there were too many unresolved issues with your family and that that was a huge source of anxiety and worry and everything for you. And to me, you know, you have to resolve things with family. I mean, yeah, family can be tough sometimes. Uh, I mean, I love my family to death, but I love them even more now that I'm thousands of miles away. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And I think what really hit home for you was your, your, just your concern for my well-being, in that, you know, I, you know, I, I live in poverty. My family doesn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm not one to ask for things, you know, but, right. you know, I don't think they could fathom going, you know, knowing that they're going to go a couple of days without eating, most likely each month. Yeah. And not being able to buy the things that we at least science is beginning to prove that likely it was helping this DBS working you know, to work yeah. uh, and get my brain more resilient and more unfogged, defogged. Mm -hmm. Still haven't come up with that one yet, <laughs> but I can't, you know, I can't buy the supplements I need and all that. And so, yeah, uh, I think that was sort of where, you know, like, how could they not be helping and, you know, right. But there was no communication. Well, now and that's the be... thing. The first step is to be talking, you know, you, you can't expect to, you know, if you're not, if you're in a state where you're not talking to family and they're not talking to you, nothing's ever going to get resolved and you can't get mad because they're not supporting you if you're not talking to no, them. So it's, no, both sides it's a, a two-way street and, you know. It, but but it's so simple now. We know the science. We know what happened. Why mm -hmm. it's been like this. Why I'm not just this you know, typical depression case that can be solved with help. Yeah. And this is an extreme situation. Yeah. So, but I, I whatever happens, I, I just feel so good that the communication has started up again, and that things are going well because I think that's going to go a long way to helping you heal. Yeah, she Skyped me. I sent her a funny um, uh, a, f a funny clip on email. Mm -hmm. And and then she wrote back something funny, whatever, and that warmed my heart. And then, But then all of a sudden I got a call, Skype, with her. And, you know, I saw the name on there. I'm like, like yippee. You yeah. know, like I was, and it was a great call. You know, just so it's. I don't ever get that. I don't, you yeah. know, I don't know any socialization, but for to now the family be calling and, and we're cleaning things up and trying to reset. It's, it's really, uh, they must realize they got to know that it's just, it makes my life. You yeah. Know? I mean, well, I have, you know, I'm starting with zero. So anything, yeah. the plus, but something that important yeah. is, you know, and you're, you're selfishly also can only help. You're also making sure that you, like you said before, you tread lightly. You don't don't bite off more than than you can chew. Um, you might be feeling great today, but uh, it, like last time, if you try to do too much at once and try to go too far too fast, it, it might not work out. Um, but the good thing is, it seems like you know after a three hour conversation, it's uh, things are back to a really good place which is great. Yeah. I mean, so far so good. You know, we're dealing with some other issues with the family and um, I can get too involved yet because it's just too, yeah. too early. And, you know, um, you know, I know I need to tread lightly and that's just doctor's orders, quite frankly. And right. I, I completely agree because it's, it's the nice way your brain works and mm -hmm. mind is, is, has issues with overactive, parts of the brain and well that and the resilience and the damage that's been done there's a lot of you know well one one perfect example uh of that is when we were talking earlier today before recording the song uh you were getting that noisy neighbor anxiety uh, oh that yeah, yeah. 
there's there's a your na- next door neighbor can be loud at very inappropriate times, and it's a trigger for you, understandably so. Um, but the thing that I saw today that that uh, shows me that you're improving is that you could hear him today early in the day when we first started talking. You started to get a little bit anxious, and then you were like, "Well, he's not very loud, and it is the middle of the day, so." So you kind of moved on. So, and, and, you know, with me trying to push you to focus on other things and, and not care about his noisiness right now, I think that was good. Uh, you weren't like that before, you know, you hear his voice and you just want to, you know, punch him in the nose. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's a lot of repressed anger mm-hmm. and I can't take it out on this one situation. It's like, my brain is looking for one thing to be able to take it. Like I should just should go and learn karate or boxing or something, <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of shit that if like, if somebody's going to trigger me, you know, they're going to be in trouble because there's years of anger and yeah, you know, um, I'm no George Foreman, but I, I just, I imagined it wouldn't be, it would be ugly. Yeah. Well, and so, you've never had that physical uh, release like uh, you're just like me. I've never been in a physical fight with anyone, not including my brother. That's, you know, brotherly wrestling or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I've always run away from fights. I've always, you know, just kind of walked away. I don't want to do this uh, out of fear, potentially. And and yeah. um, so I can totally understand. And you, you're in the same same boat. You've never gotten into a physical fight. So, you, But there's been so much. Well, there's uh, a bus- bullying in your I life. Was, yeah, I grew up being bullied all my life. And right. we know now through all these shows going on what bullying is all about. And it's, it's, it's you know, uh, crazy glued to my brain. Yeah. So the anger is all in there. But I, you know, if I face one somebody one-on-one, I, I'm two feet tall. But mm-hmm. I talk a big game. Right. You know, so, um, but at some point, you know, I mean, that could be a powder keg if the right situation arises. Yeah, and I don't want that to happen, so I need to find a way to figure out to find that Zen place when I get yeah. uh, or a way to channel out that anger to to get out. Like you were saying, boxing might be <laughs> not a bad thing. You know. Oh well, you don't make. Uh... Yeah, it's of course I'm no neuroscientist, but. Uh, I have an overactive amygdala. So, mm-hmm. you know, a little thing like the neighbor, you know, hearing a little bit through the walls is I'm hearing a full-blown party and it's pissing me on everything. And all this anger is cha- being channeled into this one ridiculous. Right. Everything is uh, uh, is is hypered. Right. If you will. You know, every little thing. But recognizing that is is the only way that you're going to be able to to fight that basically to to train your brain not to react that way or to to focus elsewhere to alleviate that train your brain not to be lame <laughs> there you go tm tm we're gonna remember <laughs> that one yeah it's look i'm not working with a therapist and that's the other problem with canadian healthcare system is that therapy and psychotherapy that's not covered you have to hmm. pay them cash you know whatever so uh that's a big problem in the yeah. states your insurance includes psychology and and so um that's a thing and i have to do this all alone once again being yeah. charles manson and having charles manson as your therapist right so you've been a big help but there's only so much you can do yeah well, you know, i'm not I a licensed therapist <laughs> no but it, it doesn't matter again it's just a matter again the importance of being able to bounce off yeah. what's going in my head than somebody else to say sounding board am i crazy is this this the way you know and su- getting suggestions from people who deal with regular everyday life problems yeah. not these overactive amygdaloid type mm-hmm. explosions of emotions right everything you know you know i'm like just a Broadway, everything is, ah, you know, yeah. Um, that's why, you know, actors and comedians, you know, they all, you know, they get into that because they can channel all that aggression and this and two into characters and right. Well, crazy. 
know. which is why I think voice acting is the perfect, you know, direction for you. Yeah, I got a channel to something <laughs> good. Do there you yeah, go. It's it's important to that I I gotta get that release. Yeah. Every time we say that, I just think of like Marilyn Chambers and X-rated, and <laughs> not that kind of release. You're showing your age, Marilyn Chambers. That's pretty old. I am. Didn't I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who are these kids today with the humping and, and twerking and whatever? Hey, look. So yeah. did, you had a, a doctor's appointment recently, right? Yeah, I explained to him the whole scenario. I was trying to tell him that it's not now, you know, months of this and then months of this. Now changing like, you know, within a week's period from being in the bathtub with a knife to feeling really good the next day, then the very next day, waking up in hysterics with the dream yeah there's a lot of the dream see some words come out of him <laughs> thank you chris walker yeah so there's a so there's a lot of craziness going on so for some reason he was he seemed to be uh well of course they always ask you know is anything extraordinary that happened other than just your typical daily routine mm -hmm. um any triggering things you know and he knows that I'm very aware of these things. and But he was also concerned with, is there mania? I don't fully know why. Uh, but I said, no. I mean, I don't have a history of mania. You know, Can you describe what that means? Well, just, I guess he's he's thinking like, you know, that the levels are you know, almost a bipolar type of situation as opposed to a unipolar. Mm -hmm. So you have these extreme you know i guess all of these things are bottled up and it just explodes right and because you're feeling better and then is it to you're going way high and then way low he sees these major extremes right so to them it kind of becomes all right we want to make sure that there's not a bipolar situation mm. i don't think that's the case i think just you're releasing the hounds that have been locked up for years yeah. and years and things so when i get these but what breaks haven't you, know, you haven't you been on medication that would treat bipolar anyway i mean yeah but that's irrelevant because i haven't been on medication for a long time as far true. as mood stabilizers yeah so and again there's no mania i mean when i first had a remission in 2013 that was questions i asked the doctor like do i seem manic because i was just wanted to swallow up the world i yeah. finally felt what happiness was like anyone would have that right you know, it's just you're locked in a cave for 30 years and you're let out. Well, then it's just like uh, Tom Hanks in, you know, the uh, what's the movie with Wilson and, and the. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> they're stranded on a desert island. Uh, yeah. But it's, you yeah. know, he got stranded and then all of a sudden he goes back into, you know, he got saved and got back and it was all just. You know, he was he didn't know what to do with himself. Right, right. You know, but it was like cast now, away. <laughs> uh, huh? Cast, cast away. away. Yeah. yeah. And he just, you know, he saw lobster, and it's like, well, what it took for him to get a lobster on the island. Yeah. And now it's just it's right there. You know. Right. It's um, it's just so, a huge difference. So yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's extremes that people most likely, and I hope they don't ever experience. Yeah. Because the high extreme is great, but the yeah. other side is getting harder each time. Exactly. So I, I don't think uh, I'm the only one that would be afraid of the next time it happens because it seems to get worse each time, and I can't get much worse than the last one. Right. So it's it's a little bit, it's quite frightening, actually. Well, and that's that's something we were talking about is your fear of relapse, and and how do you live your life with that fear um where everything could be a but trigger. it's a reality i mean the numbers if you look at the numbers um and just use logic and common sense and science it's more likely it's going to happen than not and it, i'm fearful just because the last one you know it's not yeah. going to get easier no. Right, but I mean, even if you know that it's probably going to happen again, uh, you need to enjoy what, when you're feeling good, you need to enjoy it, 
instead of trying instead of sabotaging yourself by uh, worrying about relapse. It's easier said than done. Easier said than done. You're right, but the environmental factors and the sociological and economic factors involved in my existence due to this hole I'm in by being in a clinical trial, by being on disability, not being able to work yet, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's so controlled and they they don't want me to, you know, relapse either. So they're, you know, everything's got to be slow and steady. But meanwhile, I'm living in poverty and it's just a cyclical, horrible thing. So, yes, I have to find a way to live within the means that are that and not complain about it, not be pissed about it and that's just a lot to ask it is but the there are things you can do to to help you along the way and and one uh and you've told me this in the past is changing routines and it's as simple as when you're feeling i start out with a song and dance number now (laughs) well yeah i mean when you're feeling like something is triggering you or you're starting to go down that direction you need to pivot you need to switch to grabbing your guitar and doing something or doing another voiceover or, you know, going for a walk or doing something you're not normally accustomed to doing when that happens. So, well, it's, 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 again, it's this sort of, um, this sort of two sides because yes, you need to take baby steps and take things very slow. Mm -hmm. Um, but the quality of life that I have, it's like, it's just so limiting that it's just it's just difficult because yeah. um while you're feeling great it's like okay i want to do that oh, i can't do that i only have 42 cents you know it's it's right. just this power you feel powerless so it's you can't ride this you know yeah kind of like the silver surfer without his board yeah well pretty much like i look cool but <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is why i think the best place to put your focus is on something that could change your current situation. And, and that's, you know, uh, doing a, the voice, voice acting, reading eBooks. Uh, there's a big market for that actually. And well, that's, what I'm going to start looking into and just, yeah, you know, and we just need to do more samples uh, and then just get your, you know, start doing auditions for eBooks. Like we saw on the ACX site it's yeah. uh it, it could work out i mean we were looking we were listening to some samples from other author or not authors from other narrators and you could do a lot better i think yeah it's just it, the hard part i guess again is is it's it's kind of a it's more of a long term process and it's not going to happen overnight yeah and but so what at least if you make a little bit of progress every week uh oh, I towards know. that but that's, then eventually that's, it'll help out but that's the juxtaposition that's because I don't know how long I've got. So it's like at least now because it could be Tuesday or tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, I but that shouldn't that stop way. you from from working on it. No, of course not that. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah, things I, that I, I just want to be able to do. And, and of course, you know, you're feeling all positive and trying to empower yourself in some way. And then you're like, all right, well, I have no food for a couple of days, but so it's just, yeah. it's inevitably going to bring you down. Oh it's yeah. It's how I control that. Yeah. No, I get that. It's tough. Um, especially when some of your basic needs like food are hard to come by at times. And, and that's, you know, when that happens, I'm sure that's all you think about. <laughs> you know, we're uh, being food, repetitive from the last show and, yeah. but it's, it's a, it's a point to hammer home just for even for just people who have the means to just cherish what you've got and enjoy mm-hmm. your life now don't know what tomorrow might bring yeah and we're only getting older and blah 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 and so i just i want i want i want yeah and but i want to i want to earn it i want to feel good about myself too and right so you know uh it's, it's hard because you know again i want to do it right away and get the payoff right away and you know if i could sell my body <laughs> but that's laughable so you know well, it's it's a tough situation but, yeah yeah but um the fact that you're you're thinking this way and you're talking like this you know shows that you've come a long way 
Well, I mean, if you think about it, just, I don't know how long, a month ago, I can never be looking at your screen right now, seeing you and the background and all what you, you know, right. what I'm looking at with the cats running around. And before, I mean, I would just been like, shut that up. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You God. told me many times to shut my camera off because you didn't want to see my guitars or the kitties or drums or anything. Sure. And rightly so, you know. Yeah. So I have to just realize it's just, it'll come. I'll yeah. Come well, and, and honestly, when when you're in that state in the bad state um i don't like to post things on facebook that you know you might use to compare to yourself like if i got a new toy or something like that i you know i i always feel compelled to post to facebook and show it off or whatever but sometimes i think twice about that now because i know that it it might be something that could trigger you well it does but yeah. Is that something that I just need to work on? Because really, why should you be, hold anything back? Or is it because you're my friend, you need to do that? I don't know, because to me, that sounds selfish. Well, you know? Uh, you know, to me, I I do want to share it sometimes, but then it all depends. Do I, do I want to share it badly enough that I'm going to do it regardless of how that makes you feel? Or am I going to think about, well, this is really going to trigger him and then hold off. And usually that's what I do is hold off because especially if it's something that I know that you would love, like if I bought a new guitar or, you know, really fancy something, uh, then I wouldn't, I don't know, I would feel guilty posting it because I know that you would see it. Uh, well, even, you're very open and honest for me with everything. So you know, it'd be hard for you to do that and like just hide that guitar in the closet and oh, never no, tell no, me no. about it, you know? And the thing is, I wouldn't hide it from you. I wouldn't hide it from you that I got something new. I would talk to you about it in this type of forum, like when we when we connect, not that you discover it publicly on Facebook, you know? I know. It's, it's just like, you know, some people you got to so, uh, talk softly to first to warm them up to. Right. It just, it's, it's... Unfortunately, I feel bad about all that, you know, and it just adds to my guilt and all that that I shouldn't feel is I it didn't elect this to choose this particular disease over right. a regular life. You know? Right. Let's see, A or B, you know, but yeah. um, so it's hard. It's again, it's to me, it's sort of a, you know, a, a non-fair situation as far as a two-way street friendship goes, you know? Well, so, yeah. I I mean, I don't look at it that way, but you know. And we've seen, and that's the dynamic that we've been presenting. Yeah. It's it's we've been hearing the same thing in in various forms. Yeah. But I guess people are relating to it in some way, and and mm -hmm. matter of putting into perspective, and yeah. Uh, and I guess the most positive thing is knowing that I'm a very good-hearted person, a very emotional, and very empathetic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was with, I met with a friend for lunch that I met at the Mood Disorder Association and she wasn't feeling all that well, kind of just down and, and sad. And, and, and I started tearing up hmm. like, cause she wasn't feeling good. It made me feel worse. Right. And that's, you know, that I think that's a rare thing. Well, you're very, and it's happened many times. And when I get angry, I get really, it's mm -hmm. very, there's not a lot of, so I have to be able to tone it down and calm that amygdala down. So yeah. I hope the DBS is going to eventually ultimately do that more. Yeah. But some of the things are going to have to be habits change yeah. that I have to work on. But I, I, it, it would really help if I could see somebody like a psychotherapist. Right. No matter what knowledge base I have, you can't do it for yourself. You know? Yeah, exactly. You need this, that social interaction. Yeah, and unfortunately, so, your DBS doctors, the doctors for the study, they're not providing any psychotherapy. They're just working on the study and on the, the physical uh, device and, and the settings and all that and seeing how you react. But as far as the uh, being able to talk to someone and give you psychotherapy and, and stuff like that, they're, they, they can't help you there. Even, yeah, and I said to them, it would be great if you had a, 
we've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. If you had a psychologist on the team who could just be there for people to understand why they can't tell you this or that, or the, right. I just know what it is. I mean, inherently as a psychiatrist, you can't get too close to your clients because then if they off themselves and it's, you know, and you feel horrible. I mean, you know, it could be like an air controller. They'd just be killing themselves all over the place. Right. You know, I mean, it's you, they can't for that reason and that they can't, they have to really stay within very rigid parameters of the study. And they're yeah. trying to pass this thing along and they've been working for years on this. Right. So, and I think of them more as scientists than actual doctors just because. Well, they are. I mean, they really are. Yeah, they're working on a study. They have a set of parameters. They have to follow those parameters to get data that is useful. Because if they start altering that, adding more variables, then the data becomes muddied, and and they can't do that. You know, so it's understandable. Yeah, they've got enough, enough problems just trying to learn the brain and what's going to help, rather than yeah, you know. And then me, and then I come in, you know, oh, all I had was an empty taco shell today, and like you know, yeah. It's, it's, for, it's for a different type of uh, as to psychology and unfortunately again I don't have help with that so yeah. there's a lot of flaws again if I was in the states I would be talking to you so yeah but there's this middle ground that I'd like to find that's just not really there right now and yeah it's difficult so I guess the only thing I can ask for is for me to just keep trying to be productive as best I can mm-hmm. deal with the fact that There'll be a few days I don't eat. If my family elects to help, wonderful. They know that I'll give them everything I've got, including my soul, if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than that, just hope that it just gets better. Uh, you know, yeah, it can't get worse, right? So it's you know, anything is. It's again appreciating the little things. I do. Yeah. And when I get better, it's like I have a peanut butter sandwich, and all of a sudden I can taste it and smell it, and yeah it's wonderful you know and if you went to you know like the queen of england you had a peanut butter sandwich who <laughs> one of the we actually lives. we actually shared a peanut butter sandwich today for lunch we uh, did yeah you know virtually anyway we each had one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he was like sure i'll try one of those things it's been years <laughs> i'll try <laughs> join the what's the proletariat i don't know what that is. but uh so that's the scoop of what so what what's the uh summary of today's presentation <laughs> well basically what i what i think is don't get this fucking disease that's i think <laughs> that's pretty much it this. no i think uh you're obviously you're you're feeling better you're thinking better i think um the the thing with your family is uh, a great thing. Um, you know, reconciling, uh, starting that process, I think is going to go a long way into you feeling better. Um, can't hurt. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, and it's what I really want. And, And the bottom line is, I think it's just a matter of putting your focus in the right direction. Um, and that's, that's a matter of training yourself to do that when, when you start noticing that you're veering in the wrong direction. Very easy for me to have just said, yes, but I can't afford a compass, <laughs> but you, but I know, but I'm saying, I'm not saying, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, See, okay. I'm exhausting this poor bastard. You know what I mean? It's my best friend, you know? So I do really appreciate the time that you're you're devoting, uh, even though you have your own life to lead and a lot of things going on right now. So yeah, it's uh, you know it's obviously helping me. Well, you got to keep in mind also, um, from my point of view, uh, I've been uh, you know I've been dying to like play guitar with other people and stuff, and I just I, I don't know anyone here. We just moved to Colorado, um, and you know the only people I know are from work, and there are some musicians there, but they live far. So, uh, the fact that we can actually get together and record some music is huge for me. You know, like I said, I didn't realize that it had been eight hours, uh, since we started talking about doing the show and we ended up, you know, recording a song instead. So that's well, awesome. we're not 18 anymore. It's 30 years later. So on your end, it's also the fact that, you know, 
you have a lot on your mind too. And can you let yourself just be free and enjoy yourself? Yeah. We've talked about that today and, and, you know, well, and part uh, of it also, yeah, no, I mean, usually I don't have this kind of time. Um, but uh, you know, for, for reasons I won't get into right now, um, you know, I, today I had completely free from, you know, from the time I woke up till the time I go to sleep tonight. So, uh, so it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we've made it a long time. I would have normally gone to sleep an hour ago. So yeah, it's, it's all good signs. Uh, yeah. again, just these external factors are very difficult to deal with and, um, I hopefully it'll get better. So thanks as usual to you for all that you do for me and, uh, and to everybody, uh, all of the listeners and that are just so, uh, unconditional and cool. Yeah. Thanks and, to uh, everyone on Facebook too, uh, in our Facebook group and page, um, for being there when, uh, Doug needed it most and for just, uh, for supporting the show. Yeah, exactly. And so thank you to, to Lori and to Jamie and my family. Um, it's, uh, it's going great so far and that's just warming the hell out of my heart. Um, that can only help. Yes. And, you know, to, uh, my friend Avery who I've been hanging out with and he's, uh, he's a, he's a great guy. So some, some socialization and, yep. Keeps me uh, any little thing, you know. Well, every little have, thing I do is magic. <laughs> uh, we'll have to have Avery on at some point for sure. Oh yeah, he's coming on there, yeah. especially the next time we talk about music. And, awesome. Uh, so uh, we'll finish that Twilight Zone and hopefully uh, be able to have that on our next album. <laughs> yes, next or album first. or first. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for uh, joining us this week. And uh, uh, that's it for our show. Have a good day. Enjoy. Be. Do. That's our show for today. We want to thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter at UnhingedPC and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhingedpodcast. Also, be sure to check out our website if you haven't done so already. It's at unhingedpodcast.com. We'll see you all next week.